Welcome survivors, burnout community, and those just interested. It's Kelly Bubolt's owner, trainer, and burnout prevention mentor, KB Training Connections. Burnout is not taboo. It's a reality in this fast-paced society. But we are not going to let it drive the narrative to our stories. We are going to do something about it. So let's dig in. Loss goes hand in hand with burnout. And why that is is because we don't even have the real foundation of who we are. We have no grounded actions. And here's why that happens. There's three main reasons why we lose our identity. One, distractions. This is your phone. This is the TV. This is the Netflix over and over and over at night. This is the wait until I have this. I'm going to wait until I can get this. I'm going to get certified in this. And the biggest one I see is buts. I want to do that, but I don't have enough time. I am too tired. It's too cold outside. I'm going to wait till the next community event. But, but, but. And what's interesting is when I track this in my own journey, the amount of butts in a day, I was just chasing my butt. So I was doing all these things, but none of them were feeding into my identity. They were just a bunch of excuses and distractions. So what are you doing that's distracting you from attacking your true identity actions? And we're going to get into how you get into that a little later. Distractions. Phone is probably the most common I see. The next one is this Netflix and TV cycle that we get in, and that's why we get into zombie mode. And then the last one is the butts, the wait tills. These are just excuses to stroke your ego to stay in your safe zone. The second one is obligations. Now, this one is more of a, of a life events and happening to us than a lifestyle. The first one is a lifestyle, right? You have a choice over all those things, not to do those things, to do less of them, to do more of something else. The second one is obligations. These are life events that are happening to us and just seasons and, and chapters of our life. So I think back to like my early 20s and all the time I had to do things and, and maybe I didn't use my time wisely, but you know, I had a lot of time and space to do things. And then I got higher in, you know, up the ladder at work. And so that, that took a lot of time. And then family things changed. And so maybe I had to be a little bit more participative and um, mothering in that. And then I had kids. And well, that, that took everything, all the time, right? Then we moved out to the country and I had a lot of chores and yard work. And then we got a homestead and then I had those people. So what happened is, these obligations start piling on as we get older, right? And new responsibilities start coming in. But what do we give out in exchange for that? Let's just pause there for a second. What did you exchange to balance all these additional obligations that life comes in so that you can stay grounded in your identity? Mm -mm, we don't take time for this. This world is fast-paced, chaotic, and ever-changing. So we rarely take an amount of space that we need to reset and rebalance. I'm one of them. It took me six years to get in severe burnout because I completely lost my identity and what I was about because of all these obligations, right? So these are life events. So we don't have as much control of when they happen to us, but we do have control of what we do in response to rebalance. What are you doing to control the opportunities presented to you? So as an entrepreneur, there's a million things I can do every day and all these new network contacts and all these things that I want to do. But if I do all those things, when do I have time for me? When do I have time to support my identity? 
The third one is underestimating your limitations. This is a, a very common thing in burnout because we don't know our limitations. I'm still struggling with our limitations. I hit that moment where I just can't even think and I'm like, wow, I went way over the line. You know, back this morning when I when I was already having that brain fog and couldn't really think straight about some things, I should have took a break. Completely removed screens and noise and just took five minutes to reset. But we don't do that, right? We keep going, we keep going, we keep going because these obligations and these distractions. So you underestimate your limitations. The other thing is we overstimulate until we're numb, right? So by the time that you even get space to do something towards your identity, you just don't want to do anything. So overstimulating is basically your brain has all these inputs coming in every second. And when it finally gets a break, you overstimulate with your phone. Boop, 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 boop. You put music in your ears, right? Or you multitask. So you might be even just sitting having your coffee, but you're reading the newspaper or you're writing your list for the day or you're rewriting the grocery list. Whatever you're doing, you're overstimulating your brain when it even gets a moment to rest or reset. So between these three things, distractions, obligations, and then the overstimulation and underestimating our limits, you have solely lost your identity. And this doesn't happen overnight, just like burnout doesn't. So what happens is little pieces of you start disappearing. So when I came out for air and I'm crawling myself out of the darkness of burnout, I thought to myself, if I strip myself away from my profession, which was HR, and I strip myself away from saying that I'm a mom of three, a working mom of three, if I strip away that I'm a daughter and a wife and all, the, all these obligations, who am I? If I strip away all your distractions and obligations, who are you? Isn't that a really hard question to ask yourself? I literally every day introduce myself as Kelly. I'm owner of KB Training Connections. Kelly, I'm a burnout prevention mentor. Hi, I'm Kelly. I'm a, mo a working mom of three. I've literally introduced myself on a daily basis that has nothing to do with my identity. We want to try to rebuild this. And again, it's a, it's a nice balance to have between life situations and lifestyles. Certainly you can get knocked off of this, but the goal is, is you check in this often to make sure you maintain your identity. Let's look at what do you do for rest? What do you do for reset? What do you do for release? And the interesting thing is people say, I don't have energy for this and I don't have time for this. But if you work on rest, if you work on reset and release, you actually get 20% on average a day of energy back without caffeine. And that's because you're staying true to your identity and yourself and what your body needs. Basic identity affects every part of your life. Okay, it affects how you look at yourself in the mirror and self-image. It affects your health, your ethics, your values, your relationships, your business. People always ask, how do you differentiate yourself so that people remember you? It's in your identity. It's not in the service you provide because some of those services can be automated. Some of those services can be copied. It's purely in the identity of why people remember you. Your identity is everything. It's how you stay grounded. It's your base. It's your foundation. So let's look at how can we find our identity because in burnout it's so dark and you're so lost. Let's rebuild. And we go through this more detail in the Compass program, um, a four-week program that was just launched in February. But I'm going to give you some tips because I feel like when I train and I leave and people are quiet, it's like crickets. 
I always used to think that like my training was really bad, but people are thinking and realizing how lost they really are. That if I would strip their job away, their profession, and I would strip their family away, that they have zero connection with their identity. And I don't want you to shame yourself or blame yourself for that because I was that too. The goal now is to attack it now so that you're not the 65 year old that I see at the gym that is completely lost on what he even wants to do in his day. He has all the time now and the money to spend and he doesn't even know what to do with it. And that's a true story. So what we're gonna do is, first one is write down something that defines you not related to work and parenting. Like if I would introduce myself, hi, I'm Kelly, I, what would that be? What would be your introduction that defines you, that separates you out to really remember that's you, that's Kelly? Strip the profession, strip the parenting, what would that be? Now this is giving me a struggle and it might be, even though this is my first tip, it might be the last tip you need to use after you go exploring. The second thing you're gonna do is make it a priority. Life will throw whatever you want at you. Opportunities will always present itself. Obligations will always be there. So you literally need to schedule this in to make sure that people do not steal this time. Mine is like Wednesdays at lunchtime for one hour I go outdoors because I'm Kelly and I love the outdoors. So all my little actions and hobbies support that identity. And so what I do no matter what is that time is blocked off for me. Now yours could be at night, it could be at weekends, but regardless of the weather or what's going on, I do something related to the outdoors. It could even be the weather is really nasty outside, so I watch a documentary on something outdoors, or I study a culture on why they're outdoors more than the United States. Anything I do in that hour has to be related to my identity. And what I'm doing is I'm supporting and putting it at the forefront of the priority of my life. Because what we do over time and what's happened, if you recognize from your 20s until now, is you slowly put your identity at the back end, don't you? Obligations, distractions come in, and you slowly, okay, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it the next day. I'll do it next week. Oh, 10 years have just went by. It, I haven't done anything for myself in 10 years. So how are you going to make it a priority? Schedule it. Try not to reschedule it, and if you reschedule it, make sure that you make that time up within like 48 hours, or you know the slow trickle effect that's gonna happen. You're gonna go right back to your old habits. The other thing that you're gonna do in this checkpoint is, what's incomplete? Why haven't you done it? What is the hurdle that is keeping you from just doing it? Right, is it, it's money? There's tons of free stuff out there. There's free education all over the internet and social media. That's not an excuse, right? I need all the things to go hiking. No, you don't. You need a pair of sneakers. I mean, you can do other shoes if you want to, but it's gonna hurt. You need a pair of sneakers. I just use old sneakers that are, you know, ready to get dirty and a jacket. You don't need anything. I literally have a winter jacket from the thrift store because I didn't want to spend money on an expensive hiking jacket. And I know it was, it's gonna get dirty and rain. And so I didn't spend any money. Will I in the future? Maybe but I wasn't gonna let that stop me and be an excuse. So what's incomplete and what's a hurdle is really your excuse and your brain stroking your ego saying, stay in the comfort zone, we're okay with this pattern. But are you okay? After seeing that 65 year old at the gym talking my ear off, giving me advice, because you, you've probably been in that situation too where they have a lot of time on their hands, they have a lot of time to talk, 
he said, I don't know what to do with myself. So my suggestion to you is find that out now. And after six years of losing my identity and digging myself out, there's no way I'm going back there because that was one of the hardest hills I've ever had to climb. So you bet I make time every week as a working mama three, having my own business for my identity because I won't go back. That zombie mode, that nothingness to where I'm at now, I will never go back to that numbness. And this is how you do it, is you get rid of the excuses. And then I want you to balance and do checkpoints. So are you gonna check on this 10 minutes a day if you're doing it daily? Are you gonna check on it a half hour a week to make sure that you're doing it? I have a reflection technique where I don't let this slip anymore because I check in on it. What's gonna be your checkpoint, daily or weekly, to make sure that you're doing this action? And if you rescheduled it, what did you do? And the other beautiful thing about these checkpoints is it proven your, it's proven your brain progress. So um, I might just do watch a documentary on forest bathing, for example, and it might not feel like anything because you're just watching a show, but at the end of the week when I say, what did I do towards my identity? Boom, I get to check that off. That feels good. Even though I didn't get to go for a hike, I got to learn about what I want to get into, a little bit more about the culture around that, so that when I do go back out, I have a little bit more knowledge to apply to this hobby. The other thing is find your why. So this is gonna be different for everyone. Again, I do not want you to associate it with profession or family because you can certainly motivate yourself in those areas, but for this specific thing, you need to be in tune with your identity and your why. So my why is I am not going back to the burnout darkness, I refuse. So I look at how numb I felt and how lost I was last March when I discovered I needed to change my life and I had no idea what I even liked. If people would say, take a break, I'll take the kids on Saturday. You know what I would do? I would go grocery shopping. I would do a bunch of laundry. I, I, I would normally like sh um, shampoo the carpets. I don't even know who I am. Now I know exactly what I'm going to do on a Saturday. I'm going to go hiking. I'm going to go do my gardening. I'm going to... Um, get together with some uh, some friends and we're going to try out a new trail. Boom. It's like so simple, so refreshing, such such a good reset. But last year, I didn't even know. I don't even know what I like, right? Because you're not the same as you are 10 years ago. What's your why? That's another thing to identify. The third thing, and this is in checkpoint four of the Burnout Compass program, is a learning calendar. And part of finding your identity is what do you even like? What you like today, I want you to question why you even like it. Is it because your family did it? Is it because that's just what was available to you in your area? Is it because that's what everyone is doing at work and it's the trendy thing? Is it because generations after generations, that's what you guys did? Is it because that's what is easiest for your family? Those aren't you. Those are, again, an obligation that has been put on you or the environment that you have surrounded yourself with. So... What you want to do is explore different things. And this doesn't mean buy a bunch of stuff and, and try it out and then sell it. Buy a bunch of stuff, try it out and sell it. It means dabble in little things. And if it seems like it's clicking and, and really firing you up, like re-energize, then you dig a little more. And then you dig a little more. An easy thing to do is just attend a free community event. Uh, join a Facebook group. Do you like what they're saying? Is there someone that 
has this hobby that you can reach out to and, and explore or shadow it? Is it just as simple as going for a walk in the woods and seeing if you even like it? What are you going to do to explore in this learning calendar? And Checkpoint 4 is really going to lay it out weekly for you to discover what do I even like to do? It doesn't mean you have to go like whole hog on it. It means you're going to educate yourself on it. You're going to figure out the history of it. You're going to learn about other cultures and how they approach it. And then another option you have is to master the craft and mentor others in it. How awesome would that be? And that doesn't happen overnight, but that could happen over years. This is a building game. But what you're doing is you're creating a focus and a priority around your identity. So my suggestion to you is the next time you introduce yourself, what defines you and put that in that statement? Don't say Kelly. Hi, I'm Kelly. I'm a business owner. Don't say hi, I'm Kelly. I um, am a working mom of three. I'm going to say hi, I'm Kelly. And I really enjoy the outdoors. I'm also a bird, a business owner or a mom. What are you going to do to redefine and reprioritize so that you can live a life so in tune with your identity that even when darkness presents itself, when the worst things that happen in life hit you and like a sucker punch in the face, that you can reground, reset yourself with that identity foundation. If you want more tools, please visit my website. The Compass Program digs into uh, loss of identity and rebuilding that foundation in Checkpoint 4. You cannot recover from burnout with prescriptions, procedures, or surgery. Come join a holistic community that specializes in burnout to begin your recovery. Each month for only $10, get a specialist lecture, worksheets, and action planning delivered right to your email. Take it from a burnout survivor when I say your recovery begins with just one action step. Burnout is a confusing and lonely journey. I want you to know you're not alone. I hope to see you here again for more recovery tips and education. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with your family and friends. If no one shared the word burnout with me, I don't know where I would be today.